Joe, I, I just found an article here on Facebook that I thought you'd particularly enjoy. Its title is, This Gen Xer's Heartwarming Advice to Millennials Has Twitter Users in Tears. And who's the Gen Xer? <laughs> I don't know, Joe. I just I just thought that sounded like something you might want to read, and it might warm your heart. Well, Pat, it took everything I had in me to not spit on you <laughs> as you were saying the title. So. Yeah. A friend of mine shared it. I mean, I say let's just get on with the show. No, I say let's get on with the show. And on with the Joe. Very good. Right. Very What's good. What's that song called? Superman, right? Oh, 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 yeah. oh, 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 oh. It was in a Listerine commercial when I was a boy. Uh, I don't know the name of that song, but I will say... I think it's called Nature Boy. The song's dog shit. It's a terrible song, and I think it's called Nature Boy. Nature Boy. That was Ric Flair's nickname. That's true. Pat and I have had a lovely day today so far. We started it off at the Cheesecake Factory. A uh, couple stiff, skinny cocktails over there. <laughs> I had the Red Sangria. Joe, the Long Island iced tea. Yeah. Like a woman uh, looking for a man 14 years her junior. <laughs> To take her out to his yeah. Toyota Prius, maybe go up to the seventh floor of the parking garage where no one else is, and orally pleasure her. In a little game, I like to call how Joey got his groove back. <laughs> the uh, Then we went to see Alien Covenant, the subject of today's episode. I thought it was Coven of Ants. I, I read that wrong, and that's I think that's why I was let down. How long have you been sitting on that? I was expecting uh, you know, ants around a cauldron stirring and how long have you been sitting in on that be honest it just came to me bullshit covenant i don't <laughs> it's not a good joke joe I, <laughs> I didn't put a lot of time into it uh we also then after went to shake shack pat got some sort of a if you see a faded sign at the side of the road <laughs> that says 15 miles to the shake shack <laughs> that's right that's right so it was the... good oh the lady last night she was telling me that she was at a bar recently with fred durst and i Ooh, I got it. I got it mixed up. I thought she meant the guy from the B-52s. Oh, Fred Schneider. I was like, what were you doing with that guy? <laughs> what was she doing with Fred Durst? Uh, she was somebody she knows works with him or something. I forget. Works with him? Something like that. At State Farm Insurance? Stop it. Be nice. <laughs> now to Fred Durst. I saw uh, Fred Durst the other day at uh, Carl's Jr. He, uh, he gave me an extra pack of fries, so that was cool. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Did I ever yeah. tell you the first joke I ever wrote? Uh, probably. These were the ahead. first two jokes I've ever wrote in right. stand-up ever. Ready? Uh, I was out in L.A. recently. I saw Danny Glover in a Denny's. And after he took my order, <laughs> I told him how much I liked that last Lethal Weapon film. That was the yeah. first joke I ever wrote. And well, the second one. The film was terrible. <laughs> the second one I wrote was, uh, I caught my parents having sex again. Uh, I would do I put a pause before the again uh -huh. and then I go uh, never gets less embarrassing. They're mortified. I caught them. I'm ashamed because they can see my erection. <laughs> that was the second joke I ever wrote. It's good. It's it's cheap stuff, but it works. That's good. I don't mind cheap. <laughs> I know. Um. Anyway, folks, what's going on? Uh, as, as we told you, the show's picked up. I was in New York this week for the upfronts where they announced their upcoming schedules uh, 
It's exciting. I met the the president of CBS. I, I pumped the hands. I shook the babies, and then I came home. It was All fun. Right. Did you kiss anything? No, I didn't. You should have kissed something. I should have. Nobody was nobody was interested. All right, fair enough. Um, Joe, what's been going on with you? Not really a lot, Pat. I've sort of been living vicariously through your show pickup. Right. I've been telling people around town that it's my show. Well, technically that's true. You know. So, uh, so look, uh, what what is going on? I don't know. Uh, I I I I started writing a column for a, a magazine, and I it's official and it's happening, and it'll be monthly. I'm not allowed to talk about it yet, okay? Because the ink ain't dry. But but I wrote my first column, so I'm excited to be doing that—a humorous opinions column. All right. Uh, and I. Uh, <sighs> Been out on a date. Good. Good. Uh, that was nice. Uh, had a friend in town Wednesday when you were gone. He and I had a great time. Good. Tore up the town. Good. With our pals Vince and Georgia and Jesse Pop. Sure. Uh, it's about it, Pat. Twin Peaks starts Twin Peaks tonight. Twin Peaks starts tonight. I got the Showtime ad on so I can watch it. Um. I'm really excited. I mean, I think the reason I'm so excited is because it's not trying to match something amazing. It's trying to match something that was briefly amazing, then nearly unwatchable. And I think we're going to get probably something in between. I read moments the, of greatness. I read the spoiler-free reviews. Okay. And they all said, they all gave it a claim. They said this new show will entice, enrage mystifying whatever Twin Peaks fans, which is what TV needs right now. True. Uh, they said it is not a nostalgia run at all. It feels way more like Lynch, like celebrating like his what he does best. Yeah. And he's sort of back with a palette where he's allowed to create and have fun. But yeah, everybody said it's great and it's dark and it's weird. Right. One critic said there is something in the first episode or the second episode that is quote the scariest thing he had ever seen on television <laughs> all right i love so, that so i mean i i don't put it past lynch i i know he's capable of it i love it i uh, love it your friend in, <laughs> i love whoa. it remember that <laughs> from swimming Mickey. in raw sewage <laughs> i love it <laughs> uh the star of my uh show and yours joe is our yeah. mutual shared love friend J.R. Ferguson. J.R. Ferg. And he will be appearing in the Twin Peaks reboot. Do you know how big his part is in it? He said he only saw his pages. He had no idea how he relates to anything. <laughs> He's not allowed to talk about it. That's often what it's like when I do Saw. They sort of fly me in in the dead of night in a when helicopter. Do, oh, better call Saw. Yeah, they... you, you thought we'd all know Saul. Well, what other show has ever had the word Saul? Johnny it? Carson? <laughs> I had a friend in college that would do that. He would he would talk about like actors he liked, but he'd yeah. only refer to them by their last names. Sure. So he'd sure. be like he'd be like, That's the great thing about Mathau. Mathau uh, knows how to you know, and you'd be like, Stop, you don't yeah, know him. No, you gross. do you're a theater minor <laughs> at a state school. Bobby De Niro. Uh anyway, I was just making a joke about how secretive it always is right. when I do better right. call Saw. And I was painting a picture and then you cut it off. But that's fine. It I know, I, well, it's not like you said Saul, like you were in the Saul franchise. Oh, Saw. Yeah, but I know now that you meant Saul. Better call Saul. Okay. Anyway, I was just saying they f f 
Forget it. It's very secretive. Trying is the point. Um, you got anything for the movie roundup? <laughs> yeah. For once, I did watch a few movies on the aeroplane. I had a first class seat for the first time in my life. Uh-huh. It was very exciting. I got this five star service. You know, they pick you up at the at the gate. Got dro- driven to the airport. They pick you up at the curb. Some lady walks you past security. Mm-hmm. Huge bar. But when I say open bar, I mean all the bottles are just there with glasses and ice and garnishes and mixers. So it's just like help yourself. It's just like your own home bar. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> Laid down. I love it. So anyway, on the plane between two and there, I watched three movies, which was more than I've watched in months. And Would here they are. I watched The Founder starring Michael Keaton about Roy Kroc. That's the movie I watched. I'll be damned. Yeah. Did you like it? I loved it. I loved it myself. It, it was it moved at its own pace. It was a little slow at times. It was very dark. I loved it. Gave me tremendous guilt about eating at McDonald's ever again. Yeah, well, luckily I haven't in, in a decade, but it's... Uh, I don't know how they authorized it, really. I guess it's just a true story, so they can do whatever they want. But I was at a McDonald's two days later. Yeah, that was about as long as I could wait. But, but Roy I- Crocs, you know, basically steals these two sweet brothers. Had the McDonald's franchise, their vision, the, the arches, the whole system of making food. Everything was theirs. Roy Crocs slid in and just completely bent them over the grill and butt fucked them. And at first, it seems like he means well. He's yeah. trying to just help these guys build this franchise or, or this 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 uh, this. Uh, I was going to say metropolis. That's the wrong word. But this, you know, this iconic, yeah, whatever. Uh, but uh, but then by the end, he goes dirty. Here's the spoiler alert. And this is the part. Uh, I was on Doug Loves Movies last week and we talked about the founder and i this is the part in the movie that i found hilarious where you're like because everybody when you say i saw the founder i feel guilty about eating mcdonald's somebody will inevitably go well i mean is it that bad or did he just kind of like make more money than he should have and it's like no 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 no. (laughs) that's how you feel the whole time yeah until at the end of the movie he makes a handshake deal with the mcdonald brothers i couldn't believe they shook it yeah that's kind of on them. That they'll get 1% of profits for the rest of time. Yeah. Uh, then it shows the original McDonald's that they opened, their dream, their life, everything. They have to change the name of it. They're not allowed to call it McDonald's anymore. So they have to change the name of it to M's, which right. is a real slap in the face. <laughs> and then, it's their name. Yeah. Not Roy Kroc's name. Then Croc opens a McDonald's directly across the street from it yeah. and puts it out of business. <laughs> that was insane. And then never gives them the 1% profits. No, they, they each get a check for like a million dollars to cover all their expenses for giving up McDonald's. And then at the end of the movie, it's like they should have made $100 million yeah. per year. Uh, and then the, 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 the last slap in the face is it says that the, when Roy Kroc died, his wife gave their entire fortune to charity. Yeah. Well, that I liked. <laughs> Didn't. Well, but give some of it back to the family. Yeah. Um, Jesus. Then uh, he's Laura Dern is in the one of my favorite actresses. She had very little to do in it, but she's supportive of him the entire time. You know, all through his crackpot schemes and dreams. She's right by his side and he starts making money. 
He's throwing food in his mouth that she made at dinner. And he goes, uh, hey, I, I want a divorce. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. But he does go after one of my favorite ladies on earth. Who's that? Uh, the the woman that he dumps his wife for is the girl from uh, Patrick Freaks Wilson's and, wife. Right? She's the girl from Freaks and Geeks. She was yeah, in Cardellini. Bloodline. Linda Cardellini. Yeah. She's not married to Patrick Wilson. She's great. And the reason I, in the movie she was. Oh, in the movie she was. Yeah. She played Thelma in the Scooby-Doo film. Yeah. I actually I kept thinking she looks so familiar. Who is she? Who is she? That is, of course, who it is. But I've never seen her with blonde hair. So I was confused. It was clearly a wig she was wearing. Right. So, it, look, it's like any other biopic. It has those moments where you're like, you know, I, I like the the opening scenes is like him trying to sell milkshake machines to drive through burger joints. And, uh, you know, they, they really go out of their way to show him multiple times waiting for his food. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Why is it taking so long? <laughs> yeah. Very often they would. Uh, a scene that could have been. 20 seconds would have been four minutes. Right. They did that a lot at the beginning of the movie. That's fine. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it, too. Uh, I saw Why Him? Oh, God. Starring Brian Cranston and James Franco. Two actors I like. I like them both, too. And I like Malali. And I like Keegan-Michael Key. Mm -hmm. And I like Cedric the Entertainer. I mean, yeah. the, the cast is all really funny. You're saying all the right names. So they keep it barely afloat. If I wasn't on a plane, I don't know if I would have finished it, but like it, they keep the balls in the air just long enough. You're like, that was all right. And, you know, it's uh, if you watched it on cable, you wouldn't hate yourself. There's a couple chuckles. Fair enough. Uh, I also watched. Office Christmas Party. Why do you do this to yourself? I'm on a plane, Joe. Yeah, but the, the, you have other options. I hadn't watched a movie. These were the movies I hadn't seen. <laughs> All right. Tell me about Office Christmas Party. Office Christmas Lazy, Party. By the way, if I can just interject. Laziest. You know, I like to bring this up a lot. Laziest movie title of all time. Yeah, I agree. It's up there with Hotel for Dogs. <laughs> and as we discussed the other day, a hologram for the king. Well, that's that's not a lazy title. That's the, the worst title ever. That's why that movie made no money. Anyway, by the way, you were right, because I, we, we, I brought up a hologram, or the reason we were talking about a hologram for The King is we were coming out of the movie theater, and I said, do you think that new Tom Hanks, The Circle movie is going to be any good? <laughs> Pat said, no fucking way. And I, he goes, did you see that last one? And we started talking about a hologram for The King. So then a week later, I went on Rotten Tomatoes to see 13%. Oh, God. And it's got... Emma, what's her face in it? It's got Tom Hanks in it. Tom Hanks, but it's got the Harry Potter girl who's like all the rage. It's like, how is it possible that she's in a 13% movie? I don't even understand. Probably, okay, Tom Hanks is doing it. I'll do it. Anyway, go ahead. So uh, Office Christmas Party is exactly what you'd expect. It's an office Christmas party that gets a little <laughs> out of hand. Uh, much it's, in the same way uh, of uh, why him, I would say on an almost no plot, it keeps things moving okay. And all the laughs come from the guest stars. Like Fortune Feimster has a really funny bit in a car. Right. Um, you know, stuff like that is funny. There's funny little bits. But, you know, on the whole, you could take or leave it. There's, been, there's been a great comedy in forever. You know, yeah, th this 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 new one coming out. Uh, uh, and I'm sorry. I know it's an all ladies thing. This is not sexism talking. This is. This is me saying I'm t do something different. That fucking movie coming out with uh, Scarlett Johansson. Oh, 
See, that one might be funny. It's from oh, the Broad City people. Stop it. From the Broad City people. It's this. It's another movie about a bachelorette party that goes wild. Yes, I they've know. had two, literally two of those. Two years ago, there were two of those movies. Yeah. So now here's a third one. Well, this one is very bad things. I don't know how they get away with not paying them to remake very bad things. They, they murder somebody. They kill the male stripper. Yeah, by accident. And it's not a remake of very bad things. That's what I'm saying to you. Yes. I, I don't understand. Very bad things depresses me too much. I can't take it. It's a dark film. Yeah, Cameron Diaz is. I think turned... everybody sees that maybe their friends could do ha- have something like that take place. She should have got her an Oscar for that movie. She's great in it. Yeah, I haven't seen her in a movie in five years. She all right, Cammy? Cammy? Uh, you know, Cammy's around. All right, I see her down at the uh, dog park, and okay, you know, we we swap recipes and things. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure, she yeah. loves that. Uh. What is that Scarlett Johansson movie? It's called like Shit Show or something. It's already changed the name a couple times. It's called like Hot Mess or something like that. Yeah. Or something Night, Wild Night or something. I don't know. Shame Night. Yeah. Walk of Shame Night. Oh, God. M. Night Shame Lawn. It looks terrible. Anyway. Um, What else is up? Uh, We're we're talking today. That's all I've seen. Did you see anything other than the, the founder? No, but I feel like now I just need to make fun of equally a male movie that I think looks stupid. Well, I am about to. What about the trailers we fucking saw today about the Dog of Valor? That was a female lead film. What what else did we see trailers Folks, for? Folks, you got to watch this this fucking trailer. It's about a, a woman whose, li- whose life is saved by a dog in Afghanistan. She is like running and crying in every scene of this movie like, he saved my life about a dog. There's yeah. like choppers going overhead. There's like the president yeah. is pounding on his desk. And it's all about a dog. Yeah. She she like somehow gets the right to adopt a military dog. And like she's changed the course of history or something. Yeah. It's like, you know, there was a guy that has no legs, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not to mention it's a German shepherd. Not even an American shepherd. Uh, I, I did watch the new uh, Norm MacDonald special. I loved it. I saw it live and I saw it on Netflix. I liked it. I liked the last one better, but it had some Same. very funny moments. Um, what other stupid movie trailers did we see today? We saw what was the what was the really bad? I got to tell you, man, I'm a fan of the guy, but Woody Harrelson is pulling me out of the Planet of the Apes. He's pulling me out. <laughs> it's it doesn't. I always sound like right. him. He's not right for this part. It will be a planet. Yeah. Of apes. It sounds ridiculous. It really does. And I had heard recently that he stopped smoking weed, and I wonder if his acting isn't going to suffer because of it. It sounds ridiculous. And I'm sorry. I don't understand. I, what is the difference between this Planet of the Apes and the last one? The last one was the big battle for dominance, and now it's another battle for the Planet of the Apes. Well, they are. That, that's, they're always going to be battles for the Planet of the Apes. The, the original ones aren't. Yeah. Did you ever watch that original five film? I've only seen the first Planet of the Apes, and then I saw Burton's. Oh well, dude, do and then your, I saw the remakes. Do yourself a favor. I own them. I've never seen them. Watch Beneath. That's gonna fuck your world up. You're not. <laughs> I that, don't need that. That goes in a direction that you have no clue. All right, I'm intrigued. Uh, it's it didn't. I, I don't know. It looks okay. I'll go see it. It looks more like here. Here we go. And this is this is good. Ready? Yeah. It looks more like like some more dumb man shit. Yeah. So there you go. All right. And I'm not just saying that to balance the scales. It looks more like man. How many more fucking uh, like macho trailers are they going to have where it goes where where the where they do this trick at the end? I didn't come here to start this, 
Yeah. Silence. Black screen. But I will end it. Yeah. Title. May. Yeah. Timpani drums. Boom, 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 yeah. boom. How many times uh, are they going to do that? It's stupid. Uh, of course. Of course it is stupid. The other trailer today, it starts up. Looks kind of cool. Uh, there's like a, a kind of well-written narration, and then it's Anthony Hopkins. Oh, God. He's like, since the dawn of time, <laughs> we've dealt with the robots. I'm like, the robots? What are we? And I realize it's another fucking Transformers movie. Marky Mark. And they do it in that one, too. At the end, yeah, they did. Optimus Prime goes, for my world to survive. Yeah. <laughs> Yours must end. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Transformers, the last night. Anthony Hopkins will do anything. He really will. And I thought he had retired from acting, but apparently not. No. He at one point Marky Mark is running and he's like, like, hold steady, Optimus. I was like, how do you how do you look in the mirror? In the in the greatest in the greatest suspension of disbelief of all time. Yeah. Or expectation of a suspension of disbelief. Marky Mark, Mark Wahlberg, ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't see the last Transformers movie, was cast as a robotics expert. Well, he was a fucking scientist in that Shyamalan one, and he's even worse than that. Yeah, and he's 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 like that's a Transformer, that's a Transformer. I I know robots. That's Transformer. He sounds like a fucking idiot. And I like I I I like Marky Mark. I guess I don't. Maybe I don't. In in lighter in comedies, I tend to like, but. Folks, we're we're burying the lead here because Transformers um, five or six or whatever the fuck it is takes place in nights days, well, the days of, of nights. Some of it does. What's called what? Circle of nights. It's called the last night. I mean, how, it, it's you didn't learn your lesson thing. from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three when, when they went back into samurai times. Oof. Why are they going back in time? Transformers can't time travel. Because the tra- I don't think they're time traveling. I think they're showing the existence of the Transformers here through many de- many centuries. Oh, blow me. And talk about more of the same bullshit. They got five kids running around in the thing. And you're like, oh, so clearly you've you've shoehorned in a Stranger Things plot now. Yeah. Oh, for God's sake. You know what Everything people seem to be shit. liking? Stranger Things. Everything is shit. Can we maybe have a Stranger Things kid in, in the new Transformers? And and then they have that that lady in it who's like the hottest woman on earth, but she's a scientist. Yeah. Like, can you put some believable looking people in this, please? <laughs> Mark Wahlberg and this fucking runway model or the scientists in this film. Yeah. Give me a fucking break. Denise Richards uh, played a uh, nuclear physicist in that one James Bond movie. What film was that? The world. I think the world is not enough. And then at the end, she wants to have sex with him. Her, her name was like Jenny Christmas or something. And at the end, he's about to have sex with her. And he goes, I thought Christmas only came once a year. Oh, God. last line of the movie. Credits. There's a there's a franchise where if they never made another one, I wouldn't notice. I'm never excited. I, they've ever a couple of I mean, one or two of the Craigs were cool. What two of the of the Craigs were cool. The others just sucked. Every other one. I just I don't care. Not, it's not my thing. You I know he's gonna live. All. Yeah, he's gonna live, and it's 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 just stupid. The action's action. never quite good enough. The plot's never quite good enough. The characters aren't good enough. 
but you guys keep going back. Did you ever see the 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 one where Sean Connery comes back? Yeah, never say never, never again. Say never again. And uh, it's Rowan Atkinson's film debut, and they have him in there as like a bumbling comedic <laughs> detective. Really? Yeah, and he's like running through a market, and he's going, "Mr. Bond, Mr. Bond." And then he finally catches up to him and he goes, I've been sent here discreetly. To, and he goes, discreetly? Is that why you're yelling my name? Like, it's like literally supposed to be like this bumbling. <laughs> I got to see this thing. It's ridiculous. Anyway. What was the other? There was one other preview after the, the army dog one that looked somehow even worse. Oh, it was uh, the, the shark movie with Mandy Moore. Oh, boy. It's like a, a neon shot shark movie starring Mandy Moore. How many fucking movies are they going to make about somebody being threatened by a shark and they can't get out? They did goddamn. They did goddamn Jaws. Then they did Deep Water. Jaws up through four. They yeah. did The Shallows. The, sh- the, the and what's the one with the uh, Lake uh, Blake Lively in it? Is that the Shallows? the Shallows? Now this one. This the twist on this one is they're trapped in the cage under the water. Yeah, but why do you go into an underwater cage in shark infested waters, you idiots? People do that to to shark watch. Well, don't do it. It's just there's a, there's a tip. It's just stupid. The cord breaks and then the tank, the cage sinks. Yeah, it's just dumb. And I it's not I pointed this gun on my head and pulled the trigger, and then I wound up accidentally killing myself. It's also not accurate. A, a shark wouldn't just hang around. No, like like it's not. That's not the way it works. No, it's just fucking stupid. It's just stupid. That movie looks terrible. It did. Let's get on with the movie of the day. It's a little picture called Alien Coven of Ants made by Ridley Scott, who is pushing 80 years of age. He can't. I mean, the man puts together a great looking movie every time. He's got a style. All his own. Um, it was very well paced, very like tonally cool. You know, it's a very similar style to Prometheus. But at the end of the day, I, I really like the score, but. I mean, I got to tell you, folks, if I'm noticing the score on a first viewing, it means the movie's probably not working. But it had a great score. It's boring as fuck for a full hour. Boring as fuck. I fell asleep. Thank you. And uh, then once the action kicks in, there's a few good kills, but it really is just straight up almost like a Friday the 13th. You know, it's just kind of one after the other. The alien has a new design that is not really an improvement over the other. It's like a white tiny alien that's almost so small you're not scared of it um well at first at first this is going to be very spoiler heavy that's fine that's but i mean look spoil. i'll say this and and by the way we should give a little synopsis this is the sequel to prometheus it takes place 10 years after prometheus it's about what happened to the ship in prometheus it's about this other crew discovering that ship and then the birth of the alien as we know it um that's basically it. So here's the thing. Uh, you people already know how I feel about the Alien franchise. I think there is one good movie in the Alien franchise. Stupid. And that's Alien 1. I think 2 is a passable Better. is a passable fun action movie. But that's than, about it. One of the best action movies ever made. And maybe th- the best action movie ever made. And I think that this movie follows in that same tradition. It's not it's not scary. It's not horror. It's an action movie. It's a it's a fucking shoot 'em up, and it's boring because if you're gonna do that, there's got to at least be suspense, and there was never 
in my opinion, a minute of suspense. I thought Danny McBride was terrific. I thought the lead female actor was terrific. Couldn't I apologize. Stand her. What's her name? I don't know, but I didn't like her. I liked her quite a bit. I thought everybody else in the movie was, you know, Billy Crudup was fine. I thought Michael Fassbender was good. Yeah, although he was, he's just doing like a Spock impression. Yeah, that or is a, not logical. Hell from uh, T one thousand. Not uh, not you know two thousand one. Um, How many shots though were there? And I, I'm betting I'm betting it was fifty, where a character would be in the foreground and the alien appears in the background. They did it again and again and again and again. And then sometimes it wouldn't be the alien; it'd be a guy with a gun. But then most of the time, it'd be an alien. I'll tell you my biggest gripe with the goddamn movie. All right. Too much CGI. Why was the fucking alien CGI in every scene? Yeah. That it, was the big. That it was looked the big worse than it did in, in 1979, you know? That was the big criticism when Alien Resurrection came out. People were like, I don't like how the aliens are CGI now. It doesn't look as cool. Right. And then in this, every single shot of the alien was fake. Every single shot. It didn't have any of the texture, any of the no. weight. My, my dear friend, Mike Curry, an avid listener of the podcast, sent me a picture reminding me of the the burned like copper alien face skull at the end of three. One of the worst effects ever in, in a big budget movie. Well, that's because three sucks. Three sucks. I mean, l- let's lay it out. I go two one. It's, it's just a stupid statement, but you know, I think that with already. ease, I go two one. It's, it's not it's not close. You with what? And it's not close. You're an idiot. I go two, one, three, Prometheus, Covenant, I guess, Resurrection, and then at the very end are your Alien versus Predators. I'll, t- I'll tell you this. I'll take the Alien versus Predators over, over Prometheus. I'll take them over Alien Covenant. Because <sighs> at least you got real... Uh, animatronic effects and stuff like that and at least i don't know like those, those are just they're video games they're, they truly have nothing to them i thought this was sort of a video game and by the way why is the fucking alien franchise about a goddamn robot manipulating everybody yeah i don't know what, what like i think there's an interesting element to the fact that this artificial intelligent life that was created by man is now destroying man with the creation of the aliens. Like he is playing God something artificially intelligent could in theory be like God where it never dies. It never ages or whatever. But I mean the, the, the David robot from the first film comes out uh, when you first meet him in this thing, he's got long hair. Why does a robot have long hair? Yeah. And then cuts it. Well, I guess, yeah. Do they, do they grow it out? Robots have growing hair. It doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. Well, I mean, I guess you could program anything with a robot. So then, but then it, that means it can age. I don't know. I'll tell you what I what I didn't need was a seven minute scene of Fastbender teaching another Fastbender how to play the flute. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck am I watching? A lot of flute. A lot, lot of flute business in this film. That, they also kiss on the lips at one point, yeah. which I don't... I, that, that was a big... It was very clear that Ridley Scott was like, well, we'll, we'll blow their minds, mate, with how we have Fassbender do things to Fassbender. Yeah. I know that's not what he truly sounds like, but in my head, that's <laughs> no, how he's he not the uh, crocodile hunter. R.I.P. And also yeah. R.I.P. Mr. Chris Cornell, if I may... Uh, just one of the the greatest voices of my or any other generation and it's a damn shame and folks if you're feeling down if you're feeling depressed or feeling sad 
Get help. Talk to a friend. It was ruled as dead at age fifty-two. It's crazy. It was ruled a suicide. His wife. It was ruled a suicide. That's why I'm saying this. Can I say this? Every time a guy hangs himself, people go. I mean, was he jacking up? You said this too. I I said, was he jacking up? You said, well, I hope not. Yeah. See, that's always the notion when somebody hangs it. People think because you'll hear people make you know they'll talk about this to say if you you catch a guy jerking off and he died hanging because he was trying to choke himself you got to clean it up and make it look like he just hung himself i say you go the other way you find a guy that just hung himself make it look like he was jerking off and he died by accident you come on the floor he was just he he was having fun he was in a good place he just if something bad happened now what happens if they see the cum on the floor and then when they're doing the uh autopsy they test the cum and realize it was well your the problem cum. is and they're gonna think you were fucking him yeah and hung him the problem is is when the when the when the detective comes in and yeah. dips his pen in the semen right. and then tastes it as they always do <laughs> and then and then knows it's not the guy's come yeah but i mean maybe he didn't come yet maybe he just choked himself before maybe he just has a soft I dick i mean the, the truth is um if i were going to hang myself and I'm, i won't why not go for the the orgasm to round it out I'll tell you right now, if I ever kill myself, that's how I'm going to go out as just one last fuck you to the world. <laughs> Clean this up, you pigs. Thanks for nothing. Uh, well, uh, this this got away from us, but uh, I, lo- I love Chris <laughs> Cornell and I wish him and his family the best. I do, too. That's a bummer. Well, just a hell of a singer. Hell of a singer and songwriter. Uh, I think uh, the Down on the Upside album is a masterpiece. It's my favorite of theirs and Me my too. favorite song of theirs. I believe blow up the outside world my favorite song is still a uh, pretty noose pretty noose is awesome it's a great tune i love ty cobb yeah quick little punk number what's this what's track two on that album the one that starts with he goes that's almost like they're like zeppelin album or something yeah, yeah. no that's my favorite of theirs it's a great record 16 tracks i kind of want to get that on vinyl i have it on vinyl yeah sounds great it's worth the squeeze yeah. All right. Fair enough. Anyway, back to Prometheus. Now, what we have now in the Alien Covenant. franchise... I mean, sorry, Alien Covenant. What we have now in the Alien franchise is, in my opinion, uh, one very well-made well film, one fairly fun film, and then I, 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 even Ridley Scott... And this is my problem with it. Even Ridley Scott now himself is mimicking Cameron's Aliens... And not his original thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why everybody is. There is there was no threat in this film. I never once felt scared about the alien. No, that's I never true. once felt that it would. It also they also were breaking a lot of like logic rules where like the face hugger jumped on again, guys. This is a lot of spoilers. The face hugger jumps on Billy Crudup. And immediately he births the alien from his stomach yeah it jumps on the other guy and that guy it's 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 10 fucking hours later that the alien comes out the guys in the beginning get the spores up their nose and then immediately these white pseudo aliens jump out of them and it's like it just was like i i just kind of didn't get it i, I like yeah. it didn't it didn't make a lot of I know it's a fake movie. It's f- crazy fiction, but it, it, there's got to be some logic to it. And it didn't make logical sense to me. I agree. And there's something I, I just checked here. It made thirty six million dollars this weekend, which is bad. Probably cost yeah. one forty or something. I think 
people are kind of not that into aliens. The, the, the new Independence Day bomb, the, they, they're over it, I think. I don't know what they're looking for, but it's not aliens anymore. There's also too much going on. Yeah. Why is there in Prometheus, why does it have to be that there's, I hated Prometheus because it's an aliens movie with no aliens in the fucking thing. Right, but and I like that it was it was something different. I liked it. I don't mind that it was something different, and I think Ridley Scott was trying to be artistic and yeah. say, like, I want to do something different that will serve as sort of a prequel to Alien. Right. And then when everybody went, but there were no aliens, and I didn't, I didn't like this, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're jumping back in. This one's called Alien Covenant, and there's going to be aliens. Anyway, what's your favorite Ridley Scott joint? I've never been passionate about a Ridley Scott joint, I must say. What's my favorite? Even Ridley though I know he's a good director, I've never been like my favorite movie by him is hands down Matchstick Man. I do love Matchstick Man. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Sam Rockwell at his finest. Nicholas Cage at his finest. Yeah, it was a great movie. Uh, uh, and and uh, uh, my favorite Tony Scott is easily True Romance. What's her name? Uh, is wonderful in it. Well, no, my what favorite Ridley Scott her? movie is Alien. I might like Matchstick Men better than Alien. Holy shit. Well, you talk about Alien as if it's an all-time masterpiece. I think Alien is a wonderful film. I'm just saying based on, like, what do I feel like watching more frequently? Because it's probably because it's lighter. I'll throw Magic right. Men on. Nah, I may, maybe I like... What's her name? Uh, 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 the girl that was in My Friend Flicka. The girl, Allison, Allison Lohman. She's wonderful in that film. What happened to her? Where's she been? She would look too much like so many other actresses, I think, was her problem. There there was a time in the early 2000s where it was all these blonde girls who looked identical to each other. She wasn't blonde, though. She was brunette. Allison Lohman? Yeah. She's blonde in Matchstick Men. No, she changes her hair because it turns out that she's no. not. She's posing as a 14-year-old, and then she comes back oh, and she's right, like right. 25. I got you. Spoiler alert on that one. Um... Yeah, I I don't know. I, I don't really have much more of an appetite for this franchise. There was never a point where I was really excited about seeing this. Um, but then again, I'm not excited about much that's coming out, to be honest. It's pretty dismal. Things are bad. I'm excited for Wonder Woman. Not, oh, I might not see it. It's gotten, I certainly won't see the fucking Pirates of the Caribbean. It's getting, I want to do Pirates for this podcast. Oh, I'll but do I, that with you. But it's going to be three hours. The last one was three hours. I didn't like the last one. It was one of the worst ones I've ever seen. Uh, Javier Bardam's in this one. And I thought the trailer was in the great. last one. No, he's the new bad guy. I thought the trailer looked great. I, 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 I didn't care. And then I watched the trailer and I was like, you know what? That's really a good trailer. I think this looks good. I actually don't think I'll see it. If it's, if it's longer than two hours, I won't How see it. How did you not like the first one? The first one is the best, but I was still bored by it. I don't like pirates. It's fucking stupid. All right. Fair enough. Stay on a boat. Take a vacation. Uh, don't mess other other people's good time up. Nothing. I'm excited for Wonder Woman. Good early reviews on that. I, I, I'm actually not going to see Wonder Woman. All right. Well, l listen. I'm not because she's a woman, ladies. I'm excited for Justice League. Couldn't care less. I'm excited for The Last Jedi. Yeah, I'll see that. So those are three... You sound like putty right now. Yeah, I'll see that. <laughs> feels like an Arby's night. <laughs> the hardest I ever laughed in my life was feels like an Arby's night when she asked him where he wants to go to dinner. <laughs> I fell off my couch. I was like rolling <laughs> on the floor. I missed the whole end of the episode. It just took me by surprise. That's the that's my favorite episode. That's the one where he's it's got really the amazing. religious stations on his yeah. on his radio. That's the burning. Yeah. 
That's a that's a magnificent episode. Feels like an Arby's night. Yeah. That's the episode with that's it for me. Yeah. I'm done. That's yeah. it's so great. Uh, uh what was I gonna say? What else is coming out this year? I don't know, but see, don't isn't it sad to you that everything you're mentioning is like the eighteenth sequel to something? Look, you ain't or never gonna more. you ain't never gonna see me be sad about a new Star Wars sequel. Oh, I know, but uh what's where's there's the never new? been a Wonder Woman movie. There was a Wonder Woman TV show that it's was the same old shit. It's not the same old shit. It fucking is. There's actually a movie coming out called So and So and the Wonder Women that's about the guy that created Wonder Woman. Okay. And and um uh um what's her face is in it um uh the lady that was uh, god damn it. what is wrong with my brain today the she's in the, the 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 in the prestige she plays christian bale's wife in the prestige rachel vice no no uh she was in christine she was just in that movie you're christine. mad at me for not knowing what the hell you're talking about the rebecca Re- english actor rebecca hall yes right? rebecca hall is in it yeah and I so I'd like to see it because I, I like her work quite a bit. All right. Why well, was Christine? I didn't see that. I want to. I haven't seen it. I heard it's phenomenal. Do you know I what it's about? Well. Yes, I do. It was I, on the plan as well, and I I wanted to watch it, but I I was already in a bad mood. I found uh, I found the actual clip of the lady that shot herself on the air. Oh, that's nice. And uh, it's it's not great. Like a Faces of Death. It's just really grainy, like yeah. and and but yeah, it's that's who she plays in the movie is that lady. Well, I'll check it out, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but there's not much coming out this year. I agree. No, I mean maybe something's waiting down the pike. I don't know, but uh, no, folks, thanks for tuning in. Whoa, whoa, whoa geez, what, you know, what are you, what are you just calling the shots over here? Well, we gotta get somewhere at four. So no, I know. But it's how long have we been doing? We, 45 we're minutes. 43 minutes. So, yeah. Well, I mean, let's, let's keep it going. Right. Do you have anything for Joe's scary stuff? Not a goddamn thing. All right. It's been a slow week. I don't know why. I just can't think of what happened this week. <laughs> um, all right. Well, gang. Gang. Thanks for coming out again. Um, you know, I, just something to put on your radar. This probably won't be next week, but it'll be soon. We saw a trailer today for the new Kingsman. And I, I turned to my friend Joe here. I said, oh, I'm excited about that. The first one was fucking awesome. And Joe goes, I've never seen it. So maybe that'll be one that comes up. We'll watch, Maybe Joe and I will watch but that. But does it before. fall into fantasy sci-fi? It absolutely or? does. Okay. Yeah. All right. The Kingsman in the Queen's Secret Service. Yeah. You know what? Actually, it's probably better for us to pair them. So maybe we'll do uh, Kingsman 1 and 2. But, you know, if you haven't seen that, those movies, check them out. I like Colin Firth quite a bit. Yeah. I'm down with Firth. Yeah. You know, this new one's got Channing Tatum. Yeah, it does. Yep. <laughs> I always say about Channing Tatum, both sound, both of his names sound like a thing you'd call your taint. Yeah. yeah. I always thought that about that guy. I, I don't hate Channing Tatum. I don't hate him either. I'm saying I like I him. I like him in a lighter role, a uh, 21 jump. Do you like him in Jupiter Rising? <laughs> that was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Where he played a half dog, half man who fucks up the they lost their mind. Yeah, I called foul and not because of the trans thing. I, I know they, they I lost called, their they lost their creative way. I called foul I mean after the first Matrix when everybody was going. These guys are geniuses. I'm like, everybody just calm down. Everybody I mean, the just first Matrix down. and Bound. These are great fucking movies. Matrix Two has an amazing car chase. The rest is unwatchable. Matrix Three, pretty much all unwatchable. Never saw the third one. Cloud Atlas, guys. 
horrifically bad. What, what was your favorite? Speed Racer, one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. And they got uh, John Goodman in there. It's like, what are you yeah. doing? I haven't seen Sense Eight, the show that they do. I never saw. I know Sense it's got a lot of fucking. I never saw Bound. Well, Bound is great. I never saw a Cloud Atlas. Did you see that, Joe? I just went through these movies. <laughs> is this a joke? No, you don't listen to I'm me. A little, I do listen to you. I'm just a little fried today. Holy shit, folks! I just you went through see- all these movies. Then Joe went through them again. <laughs> This, you see why I, I, don't, I don't even I don't, I don't even really have a friend here. You did, I'm just talking into the but ether. You did, all right. Well, I clearly I don't remember what you said about Cloud Atlas. Did you say it was it's bad? embarrassing? <laughs> it's like 40 embarrassing stories it's, sewn together. It truly is. It is like a batshit pulp fiction. Yeah. You're like, what is going on? It was this, terrible. Who cares about any of this? <laughs> uh, yeah, that I don't know why we got off in the Wachowskis, but yeah, I mean, they need to do something good again at some point. They should really go back to like bound, like make just a little character driven thriller. I thought V for Vendetta was OK, but did they direct it? Was OK, that? Or I they think just they produced just produced it? it, but yeah, it was OK. Um, folks, thanks for coming out. I am on uh, Twitter and Instagram at the Patrick Walsh. Our Facebook page is really pumping along. Every time I check in, I get some good laughs. Just search. We'll see you in hell. Um, Emily does a great job running it. Thank you, Emily. Our merchandise is on the way. Uh, feel free to tweet at us, whatever you got to do. Uh, Joe, any plugs, anything like that? Yeah, Joe DeRosa Comedy on Twitter and Instagram. I need to thank, 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 thank the listeners of this show. As you know, for quite some time now, I've been asking people to go and help me fix my trolled album ratings on iTunes and Amazon that were at one point down to one star because of uh, a, an, an army of trolls. And... Guys, they're they're up to like three and a half stars. So you're clearly putting the reviews in. So thank you for helping me write the uh, wrong course of that ship. If you have it in you to go do it again or or leave some more, I'm not asking for fake reviews, but to, if you have it in you to say more nice things, I'd appreciate it. It is helping. It is uh, it is again writing the wrong. So thank you for that sincerely. Uh, and as far as plugs go. Uh yeah, I'll be in uh, San Francisco uh for Clusterfest in June. Third and fourth I'm performing there and I'm doing stand up and I'm also also hosting the Patty's Pub Trivia Day or something. So come out. Thank you very much everybody. We will see you next week and we'll see you in hell. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>